welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. I am chatting with my very first guest, Emma Burness. Emma is an empowerment photographer, business and mindset mentor, and she's recently just launched her podcast. Emma and I have been friends for a little while now, and she has actually been the photographer for all of my branding shoots, which is how we met. Emma's photography is authentic, storytelling, and truly beautiful. She holds space for her clients to ground and connect during their photo shoot experience, and she's recently launched her coaching business, which is all about self-development and really empowering you to know yourself before you fully immerse yourself into your business. And of course, her podcast covers all these topics plus more. So I'm really, really, really excited to share this episode with you. We chat about all things mindset, business, going on Instagram, the importance of photography and branding in your business, and a whole lot more. So let's get into today's episode. Well, thank you so much for joining me as my first guest. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Just to give everybody, I guess, a bit of a background to you and your business, tell me a bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so my name is Emma Vaness. I'm an empowerment photographer and I also do mindset and business coaching and I have my own podcast. I'm a manifesting generator. (laughs) (laughs) I like to do lots of things. I love it. And with your photography, I know you mentioned like, and you're big on the empowerment photography. Give me a bit of background as to like what empowerment photography is versus say, just like your normal brand photographer. Yeah, I love that. So for me, photography has always been part of my life, right? But when it comes to incorporating the empowerment aspect, that's something that dropped in a couple of years ago because I started to work on myself. I started to do the inner work and discover myself and bring out the best side of myself by doing that. And then what happened as a side effect was that in all of the shoots I was doing, I was able to then hold space for other women to step into their zone and discover new sides of themselves as well. Just because I'd done the work myself, I could then help others see it in themselves as well. And that's where like the magic of empowerment photography comes into it because when you're standing in front of the camera, it's not just, I'm not just there to take pictures of you. I'm not just like snapping a button, as you know. <laughs> I'm really there to encourage you and bring out your inner confidence and your inner goddess and like give you that space to discover your best version of yourself. And then turning the camera around and showing you the photos, 
that's where that magic of empowerment happens because you're already feeling like a little bit hyped, feeling good about yourself because I'm telling you how great you're doing. Then you see the photos and you're like, whoa, I'm really seeing myself right now and I'm seeing how great I look. Like I look really hot right now. So that's like being able to go through that whole experience is why I call it empowerment photography, because you're not just going in there, snap, snap, leaving. You're coming in. It's a process. We go through the whole thing. You experience what it's like to be held in a safe space by somebody who is empowered so that I can then empower you as well. It does. It's amazing. And I've I've never had brand photography done before I met you. And obviously (laughs) going into getting like photos taken, it's a scary thing. Like, you know, I'm not no model and many people probably feel the same. So to have you, like, it's not just you standing in front of the camera getting photos taken. Like I find working with you has been just the whole experience and it really is like, it just makes, I feel like the end outcome of the photos even just turn out like so much better than I'd ever imagined because you are like literally empowering people to like let themselves shine through and yeah, you can really see that with your work. And like I said, even with the experiences of our shoots together, I felt yeah. that the whole time. So it's, yeah, so amazing. And I like that you've positioned yourself with that title because like I've never heard of it before, but it totally makes sense. So yeah, I feel like, do you find, although you're positioning yourself with being an empowerment photographer, you're obviously still doing a lot of like branding photo shoots and stuff like that do you find you're getting still brands coming to you or are you more positioned now as like just general people wanting you know their photo taken yeah I love that question because it's something that I sat with before I kind of like announced the concept of empowerment photography because like any kind of shoot that I do turns out to be an empowerment shoot. So whether it's like shooting for your brand, like we do for you most of the time. (laughs) And then, or like if I'm doing something for, you know, like a fashion shoot or something, like it's all empowerment, no matter what style of shoot you want to call it. At the end of the day, the person on the other side of the camera leaves feeling empowered. So while I'm like marketing as an empowerment photographer, I'm also still very much posting my personal branding content and clients. And because I really still want to attract both of those. Like I want to do personal empowerment, like self-love kind of shoots, but I also love doing the business stuff. Like I love business stuff. So I always want to be still shooting personal branding as well. But yeah, I'm still doing both, but I'm just calling it empowerment photography because that's really what sets me apart is that I'm not just like your average Joe, like, or Jane, I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) taking pictures of you. Like it is that like whole transformation experience. And like what better way to do your branding photos than come in and like feel your best self and leave like on cloud nine feeling so empowered. Like why not book a branding photographer that does that for you? Like I would. (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. And you do like I've, from experience like multiple experiences have left feeling that way and I feel like I know for you and like even again for me personally like I've done multiple shoots with you and you seem to have a lot of clients like coming back do you find it's because of the experience they have with you that they come back and why do you feel people need to like you know not just get one set of branding photos done for example and then that's it for like five years 
Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel that's like the big thing maybe back, you know, in terms of maybe a couple of years ago, all that stigma, it's like, okay, I've done one, you know, round of brand photography. That's, I'm good for like, you know, yeah. a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> Um, so to answer the first part of the question, yes, I think a big part of having returned clients is the experience that I have with my clients and the experience that they leave with. And I, I do market that now. And I do talk a lot about the experience that you're going to have when you come into my studio or where we go, wherever we're going to take the photos, because like you said before, like it's really daunting to stand in front of the camera. So a lot of people kind of push their branding photos to the side and they're like, mm, mm. I'll deal with that later. Like maybe when my business is bigger, when I've got more confidence, whatever it is, like, yeah. I can do it now. You just need someone to support you <laughs> during yeah. that process. That is me. So yeah, so the experience is really big because uh, like as somebody who struggle has struggled with anxiety, I feel like for me, standing in front of the camera, I always felt so alone and so uncomfortable and so unsure of myself. Yeah. So I really wanted to make sure that that never happened for my clients. I was like, I'm going to be with you 100% of the way. I'm going to tell you, like, and give you feedback the entire way through and show you the photos, like, every time we try a new pose, which is, like, every minute or two, <laughs> so that you're, like, you're right there in the experience and you understand, like, what's happening and you feel good about yourself the whole way through so that like comes from me knowing what it feels like and then going that nah, I'm going to give you a great experience yeah, um, I love that. so yeah marketing on the experience is such a big deal for service businesses because it's not only the outcome but it's the like the process of creating the photos yeah together. well that's just it like you said before that's what sets you apart from like everybody else and you know at the end of the day there are as like similar to my business, there's so many photographers out there. So it's yeah, how you market yourself in the experience rather than the, you know, final outcome in as, as many people just kind of seem to promote, like you get X amount of photos, but it's like, no, <laughs> what are we going to do to get there? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how are you going to feel while we're making them? And then like, I think you also touched on before, like the outcome of the photos, like the way that the photos look, if you're enjoying yourself, if you're genuinely feeling your best self, like, of course, the photos are going to look 10 times better than if somebody else took them, you know, like yeah. you got to be actually enjoying it for the energy to come through in the photos. I forgot yeah. what the second part of the question was. though, And why, why you find like the importance of having regular branding photos done. Yes. Okay. That's such a big question. So important because, okay. So I recommend getting, and you've done this like several times, like <laughs> it's so important to get branding photos done like several times a year, like minimum twice a year. I feel like every six months is so great because you are going to change in that time. Mm. Like not only physically, like your hair color might change, outfits, your style, whatever, but like as a human being, your like expertise and experience is going to grow and expand during that time. So it's so important to take photos that are current and really represent who you are right now so that your audience knows who to expect when they engage you as well. Like if you've got a photo of you from 10 years ago that you're like, oh, I look great in this. It's not even who you look like anymore. It's going to be a yeah. bit of a shock for a client or whatever, the customer to come into your space and be like, oh, uh, I don't recognize you because yeah. the energy is completely off. It's completely different. And I think as a business owner as well, it's really important to be present in your business. And by getting 
photos done regularly, you are being very present in it because you're like, you're right there representing your brand. So yeah, wow. I really think like twice a year as a minimum, you've done like four. <laughs> <laughs> I have done a lot because my brand has changed. <laughs> But I feel you, we obviously know each other on a personal level too. So I come to you before even knowing you and, you know, you, I kind of had no idea what I wanted. And as I've grown and evolved, you've even been there to support me and give me ideas and like, this would be really great. So I feel like you're, again, much more than just taking some photos, like you've got such great advice and recommendations and you can really see people for who they are in a, in a nice light for them yeah. to then like have the confidence to be like, oh yeah, actually I can do that or I will do that or that's a good idea for my brand. Yeah, like, or like I want to try this thing, but I'm not sure. Like, for example, I had yeah. one client who sent me an email and she was like, so I've got two mood boards. One's really generic, like white, beige, like, I don't know, like super light and airy, whatever. And then she was like, and this other one is like, really, it was like more of like a flash photography, like party theme, lots of bright colors. Yeah. It's like, I really like this, but I don't know if like, it's okay to do that. If it's okay to have branding photos that aren't like, you know, light and airy and like, yeah, you're and looking professional wild. yeah and I, really, you know, I was like first things first we're doing the second mood board because this is you this is your personality this is who we want to represent in the business yeah. we don't want stock photos we want you and your essence so yeah it's so important to like be who you are and then have the photos that represent that yeah and in business too like I mean you're nailing this with your marketing online but you said before like it's so important to be who you are and like you know let that shine through how does that then I guess relate to business and marketing and you know being like the real you rather than just your typical yeah like stock standard sitting in a desk with a computer photos (laughs) (laughs) which are fine if that's what you want but (laughs) exactly like if that is who you are and that's what you do and that's where you feel most comfortable and most yourself then 100% we're going to do those photos but I tend to attract people who are more interested in trying new things and doing something a bit out of the box because one if you do something a bit out of the box that really represents who you are you're going to stand out from the crowd like your photos are the first conversation you're having with your potential clients is like they see the photo especially on socials obviously yeah photos and they're like oh cool like eye-catching I I like I align with that that's interesting to me so then they go and look at your profile and see what you're about and they're like oh my god I am looking for a photographer or a social media and then they're more inclined to connect with you so it's so important to embrace yourself and your quirks and your like experience and unique qualities and stories and whatever it is and share that so that your clients can see who you are because the only thing that sets you apart from another business like there's a lot of competition out there Mm -hmm. but when you focus on who you are there is no competition because there is no one else who is you and there's no one else who's doing business the way you are doing it and helping their clients the way that you do because nobody else has your unique life experience and client experience and education and quirks and like I keep saying quirks because the more that you share like your weirdness and awkwardness <laughs> the more your dream client feels safe with you because they see that and they're like oh I'm like that too okay cool it's okay to be like that yeah automatically create a safe space for them a hundred percent and I guess in that like with people not being authentic and showing up as you know themselves what other 
I suppose, mistakes do you see businesses make with their photography and branding and not being them? Like, There's a couple things. Firstly, having photos that aren't good quality, like if you're mm. going to invest in a photographer, I really recommend looking just having a bit of a look around, like word of mouth is great, but really look at their work and see if it aligns with the style of your branding, but also Mm -hmm. like how experienced are they and like how elevated do you want your photos to look? So like looking at their past work to see if it aligns with what you're looking for is so important because if you've got like old photos that were taken on an old camera by somebody who's just starting out or practicing, like it's fine, Mm -hmm. but they might not be the level of a really experienced photographer, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. But other mistakes is choosing a photographer. Like, for example, I've had a couple inquiries that I say no to because Mm -hmm. it's inquiring about a branding shoot that doesn't really align with me and my values. I'm not going to do it or it doesn't align with my style. So, for example, I had somebody who was super out there, super creative, really loved her vibe, but she wanted to shoot in like a tiki bar kind of thing and like sort of like a nighttime look in an actual bar. And I don't drink alcohol and (laughs) I'm really not a nighttime person and I don't really feel comfortable shooting in a crowded place like that. Yeah. So I, I said no to that because it just wasn't aligned. So it's so important. Like if I'd gone ahead with that, I wouldn't have done the photos justice Mm -hmm. what she needed because I wouldn't have felt comfortable in that situation. So she really needed to go and find a photographer that has past work that looks like that. And then they would have been able to do them justice and really elevate her brand by capturing photos that aligned with what she wanted. Like, I love that she had a clear vision, but it wasn't in alignment with me. So, yeah, so important to really look at that and make sure you're choosing someone who can capture what you want, not just pretty photos. Like, they do have a particular style and a common sort of theme with their photography usually. But it is so interesting, that point, like, to look at the end work because it's like a lot of service-based businesses and like myself included where we have particular styles especially when it's a creative you know field and you do have your your set styles and you know industries and different things that you work best in so sometimes saying no you know to a potential client like in the client shoes we're actually doing you a bit of a favor because one yeah it's likely we're either not going to produce the best quality work and meet your you know, expectations and we don't want to do that. (laughs) And two, like, it's just important to know, yeah, to do your research because I feel a lot of people just, you know, assume, oh yeah, photographer, they can take photos of anything, but there's just, everything has a particular style. And I feel, yeah, it's so important to, yeah, like you said, look at their actual work and see what they're producing before making that decision. Yeah. And do you find with your clients, I know you're big on Instagram, is that generally like where you've mainly brought in people and that's where you're, yeah, getting your clients from? Yeah, I really like, I really only use Instagram. I have a Facebook page, for my <laughs> business, but it's got like 300 likes or something and they're all like family and friends. Like, <laughs> um, I never use it. Yeah, Instagram is where I really focus because I've like found a bit of a knack with it and I feel like there's a really beautiful community there that I've really grown. And yeah, I find Instagram's great because it's so visual and yeah. for a 
photographer, like a visual platform just makes sense for me to share my photos or like behind the scenes videos. Like I can really use it to show the client experience and the outcome as well in a really effective way as well. Yeah. I Well, that's how I found you. I remember I was just looking through Instagram and <laughs> I think I typed in like Melbourne photographer and you popped up. And as we were just talking about before, I like the vibe of your work and yeah, we booked in and the rest is history we booked in in like two days (laughs) (laughs) when I know I know (laughs) exactly that's what I love about you like you move so quick like when something aligns you're like yep okay let's just do it like there's no second thought it's just like okay that feels good I'm just gonna go do it like all in (laughs) which sometimes can uh have its downfalls but anyway (laughs) (laughs) well let's just chat about your Instagram because I feel like a lot of listeners will probably be interested to know like how you were able to grow your account and like any I guess tips and recommendations for people like using Instagram for their business to get clients in. Yeah I love that Um, and I talk a bit about this in my other business the business mentoring which is the connection creatrix. It's like it's so important to have an Instagram page that like ticks so many boxes like there's a lot of strategy in just your Instagram page itself. Like you have to have like, for example, when you searched for Melbourne photographer, the reason why I came up is because I made Melbourne photographer my Instagram name. Like it's not my handle, but it's my name. So like when you search, you search someone's name, they come up. Same thing, Melbourne photographer. So that's such like a great little like hack, I suppose, is to put like your location and occupation as well as your name in the name section. (laughs) You're easier to search. And then having those key terms in your Instagram bio as well is so important too. So like, yeah, changing your Instagram name, super important. So that Mm. aligns with like what you do and where you're located so that people can search and find you. Same with your bio, but then also sharing content regularly has been such, like, it seems so... (laughs) like such a given but it's really not like it's difficult to like one like find the content to post regularly and then to find the captions to put with it that's something I hear so often and you probably do too like yeah a lot of businesses are like I don't know what to write I don't know what to say I don't know what photos to use so first things first get some professional photos done so you've (laughs) got like you know six months of content ready and waiting to go that's so important and so useful like that's what branding photography is for is so that you've got content to post but then captions I always write for me I write about it's about educating the audience so I'll write about the experience that you're going to have with me or like how I felt on a shoot recently or something about me that aligns back in with my business so everything is focused on the business I see a lot of businesses that are just starting out and firstly starting their Instagram for their business and they're really not aligned with their business purpose of posting content to reach your dream clients they're just kind of posting for the sake of posting but you really got to like go back in and align with what you're doing and what you want to share to the audience. It's always got to be about your business. Like we don't really want to see just like your random cup of coffee. Like <laughs> we want to see like, like, yeah, post a cup of coffee, but then write about how you were like sitting on this coffee and like thinking about like what new offerings you were going to create or like how you were going to bring something back into your business. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that's been a big thing for me growing my account, but I will say my favorite thing for growing your business on Instagram is for me, when I, because 
obviously I'm a photographer. I'm going to share the photos that I took with my clients because yeah. it's like a portfolio thing, but I'll share them in my stories and tag them in stories so that it's such an easy way for the client to reshare to their stories and then reach all of their audience. Yeah. That's been the biggest growth for my business in the last 12 months has just been that simple little strategy of just sharing a photo that I took with a client, tagging them, and then they just reshare because it's a gorgeous photo of themselves and they're happy to share it, of course. And then their audience will find me through there and I'll get new followers and I'll get new inquiries just by, by doing that. That's amazing. I feel that's such an undervalued tool too. Like any business can use that. Like, Hmm. and I think a lot of people just forget to, yeah, tag, tag your customers or your clients because they want to show off like, yeah, whether it's photos or like, even for me, like the gym that I go to, they're always like filming and tagging us. And then I'm going to reshare that on my story because I'm like, look at me go. (laughs) So it just helps, yeah, reach people. And like, I think a lot of clients or businesses that I talk to just think oh they have to put money behind you know posts and stuff to reach more people but it's just thinking outside of the box how you can do it like organically I feel like organic uh like I really I haven't uh, I probably paid for like a couple Instagram post boosts yeah but I really didn't know what I was doing so that wasn't (laughs) (laughs) Everyone go listen to Sam's episode, (laughs) episode number four, I think it was. (laughs) And I suppose too, it can be tricky. You're not really reaching the right people. Whereas, you know, I think with like that resharing and you're actually getting inquiries through, it's like a word of mouth, really like experience without it being, you know, actually verbal. (laughs) Um, So it's just, yeah, I feel so undervalued. And in terms of like, when you come to, creating your content and sharing it do you plan anything or like do you just sort of spare the moment post I mean (laughs) because you're great at keeping consistent like that's so that's why I'm like do you plan ahead are you that or yeah do you just keep it so this is something that I'm trying to implement more now that I have multiple businesses is I really (laughs) plan ahead so that I can create some more structure I'm a very funny person most of my astrological chart is in the air so I'm just like <laughs> as a human being. So, but it works for you <laughs> I mean yeah it has worked so far um, so yeah so far I've been really just kind of doing it spontaneously whenever an idea kind of comes in for a caption I'll just pair it with some nice pictures that I've taken recently and just share it but I'm really trying to come into more of a structured approach now. And I am using Wednesdays. Like I've got Wednesday as my admin day. So I Lovely. use that for a little bit of content creation. So I did that this morning. Um, but, <laughs> yay! And yeah, so I'm trying to like pre-plan a couple of things, but I don't pre-plan like six months in advance. Like I, I really get yeah. to look to businesses that can do that. But I think for me, a big part of how I work, I'm a manifesting generator. And a lot of that is about being spontaneous and allowing the energy to flow as it comes through, like immediately. So whenever I've got something that feels really potent and beautiful to share, like a message or a bit of education for my audience, I'm going to post it pretty much straight away. So there's like a mix of pre-planned stuff when I can't think of anything, but when something is flowing through, like right now, I'm just going to post that right now. 
Yeah, I love that. And like I said, you're consistent with that. And I think your messaging is always so spot on. I wish that I was able to do that <laughs> But in terms of like, you mentioned, you know, you've started your podcast and coaching. Talk me through like your coaching. What made you start that? And yeah, tell me a bit more about it. Yeah, so I have yet to like properly fully launch it, but I've always like for the last few years, I've had people message me asking for business advice, especially other creatives and other sort of like soulful spiritual women looking for a bit of guidance around the Instagram pages or like, you know, how to launch a product or what to do, how to sell the energy of receiving as well and manifesting. And so I I was answering those questions and then I was thinking, maybe there's a bit more of an audience than I thought there was, you know? So I, and I feel like I really enjoy educating and teaching and sharing my knowledge. So I just thought, why not start a mentoring business? Like now is the time. And I think like a big driver behind it is that I really want to see other women succeed. And I have spent many years trial and error learning from my own mistakes in business. And I would love to just be able to guide other women through that so that like that's the whole purpose of investing in a mentor is so that you don't have to do the shit like for me <laughs> that <laughs> so we true yeah it's like it's kind of like fast tracking your success a little bit by getting the groundwork in in a much more efficient and effective way than just trial and error yourself we like can take you through that um based on my own experience but yeah so I'm really like I'm mentoring on business but more so mindset so like yeah. knowing who you are as we said before, when it comes to your branding photos as well, but knowing who you are as a human being before you get into your business is so important because how are you going to market truthfully and genuinely and soulfully to your audience if you don't know who you are? You know, like you're going to connect with them and build that beautiful sense of trust by knowing your selling points. And to know that you got to know yourself and what you like and what you want to do. And I think a big part as well, you'll know this too, when you're running your own business, you come up against your own limiting beliefs and shadows Mm -hmm. all the time. And if you don't know how to shine the light on that, you're going to just like stunt your success and stunt your growth. Like we really need a mentor to hold us accountable and take us through those phases of like, I don't know what's going wrong. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Nothing's like moving or shifting right now. And often when that's happening, you just got to look at a shadow, like, you know, fear of being seen, perhaps Mm. like for me, I've seen a lot of businesses where women don't want to get into their stories and talk on their stories because they're afraid like, oh, what are people going to think of me? But then we got to look at not how to do the story, but more how to build the confidence within and find out why you're afraid to be seen by other people and be for a bit like of why you're afraid to be seen speaking about your business. Like it's okay to step into that ownership and really own that story and share what you're about. But yeah, you need a mentor to like just guide you through that little aspect. It's not like, cause you know, like people can tell you, like 10 times how to jump into a story and talk on a story and how to record it but yeah still battling against the fear you won't get anywhere so no. I feel mindset is so huge I didn't realize how important and like mm-hmm. big it is in your business until I don't know maybe a year or so into business realizing when I was coming up against those blockages like 
yeah, why am I so afraid to, you know, even tell people that I'm a business owner or, you know, show up, show my face on my Instagram page? Because I still remember when I posted my first photo that I had taken myself on my feed and I was like having the biggest freak out. And now just to jump on stories, it's like, yeah, easy. (laughs) But (laughs) it's such a process getting there. And I think, yeah, it's so under just you underestimate how big mindset is in business and like I'd love to know I guess how you sort of got to where you are with your mindset because you know we've had so many conversations and like you know you're somebody that I turn to you know when I have these challenges or come up against things that I'm like worried about and you know we can bounce ideas and chat chat it through but I'd love to know how you've kind of gotten to the point now where you feel like all right I'm ready to actually take people through and teach them how to you know, improve their mindset. Yeah. A big part of it was the work that I did, the inner work that I did during COVID lockdowns because yeah. I couldn't shoot during that time, during that like two and a half years that we were locked inside. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I couldn't take any photos because not essential job and I couldn't take pictures of people in masks anyway because that's not really the aesthetic we were going for. <laughs> no. So I was just kind of left with myself during that time. And that's when I was really like, okay, how am I going to improve myself? Because this is all that I have to work on. This is, I really realized in that time that it is me who is going to be the success or failure of my business. So in order to succeed, what can I do? So I, I looked to the women in my life who were building their success and I asked them what they did and they recommended a few books for me to start to get into so that I could like to the world of personal development. And so I looked into the first book I read was Existential Kink, which is about shadow work and how your ego like wants to protect you from failure, but then like really holds you back the whole time anyways. So Um, How to work through that was a big thing. Money mindset and manifestation was another Mm. thing that I went into as well. But then I also like went down the spiritual route too. So like a little bit of that stuff is a bit woo-woo, but then I read The Alchemist and that was about like finding like the language of the universe and that everything is all one. And once I unlocked that, I just realized like it's okay to step into my purpose. Like this is what I'm here for. So I started with, you know, shadow work manifestation and just like getting deeper into my spirituality in order to like really go into the inner work. And then when we came out of lockdowns, I really used all of the tools that I had built up in those two years and then like relaunched my business. And I was like, we are going hard. We're going home. You know what I mean? So I just used everything that I had and put it all together. And I really saw how much my business grew, like really, really grew from that point onwards. And I really haven't stopped since then. So I like, I have the knowledge and the tools and the experience of how that can really change your business and change your confidence around your business too. So that's where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm really confident to share more on this and to guide other women through that too. I love that. And did you sort of, I guess, before you went into, you know, the inner work and started that, did you already know what your purpose was or you wanted to do photography or did that really like come out when you started, I guess, looking within? Yeah, I I always wanted to be a photographer, but I had like growing up, 
a lot of people were like, oh, you're going to have to get a proper job though. Mm. Like, isn't a proper job. Like, you're going to have to get an office job or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want that. But I, I went to university for photography and I only stayed in there for like about a year and then I dropped out and moved overseas. And then when I came back from overseas, I never went back to university. I was like, I really like what they were teaching in uni wasn't like real life photography stuff. It was more like, this is how you do like visual art yeah, and right. art history and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I want to make money and do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to just like be airy fairy and never make this go anywhere. Yeah. So really like then went into more self-taught stuff from YouTube. And then that's where we really started to hone in my skills. But yeah, I always knew that I wanted to be a creative and I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, I've had so many other little businesses before, <laughs> like before photography. I had, when I was in high school, I had a jewelry business. So I made handmade jewelry, like beaded jewelry. Oh <laughs> and this is something that like nobody knows. No, I, did, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah. So I like, I've always had that entrepreneurial like edge and I really loved like going to markets and selling that. And then I had a food blog and then I had a travel blog when I was overseas and didn't make any money from them, but I thought I was going to, (laughs) the goal was there. And then, yeah, then I settled into photography and now I'm starting another business. So yeah, it's just a lot of fun. (laughs) I feel a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs have always had that knowing that that's what they wanted to do like I ever did the same where I'm like I wanted to do it I just didn't know what it looked like at the time but it's so funny yeah you often hear people have had other little businesses as there's you know figured out really what the money maker is but not even for the money though it's like you've really found your passion and purpose as you said and from that it's just a win that you're able to make it a business and I think that's what's going to set people apart in the long run is doing it for the passion, not just for the money. Yeah. And I feel like when you're marketing as well, it's so important to market from a space of like, this is the impact that I have with you, not marketing from a place of like, it's all about the money. And this is like, Mm -hmm. how much I need to make this week. So I got to put another offer out there. Like the energy of that is so like a reeking of desperation that nobody buys when you're selling from that place. You have to sell from a place of like, I create a beautiful safe space for you to feel comfortable to express yourself and find your confidence in front of the camera. Like that sells way better than like, Hey, I've got yeah. to $250 today. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, cool. But what am I getting out of it? So exactly. yeah, that's all when, you're, when you're actually marketing your business to talk about your impact on others. And I feel that even ties into the mindset side too, because, you know, selling from scarcity. Yeah. Like you said, comes off the desperate and it's, being in that almost negative frame of mind and that's yeah. even something myself I've you've ha- I've had to like teach myself out of and yeah. just almost having a deep knowing that everything is going to work out the way it should and for the best which yeah. can be hard when you know it is you, you having a business is you know full-time and you have no other like income so you're relying on that but I feel when you just have this deep trust and knowing and yeah it's I know things just do work out, don't they? Yeah, they do. I feel like it's that self-trust. Like you are you like you are your best friend. You spend the most time with yourself in your own head. So you better like be there to support yourself and say beautiful things, positive things to yourself on that journey. Because if you don't have that trust and inner belief, like 
that's where business fails. Like you really just got to back yourself the whole way and just have some like, you know, like the confidence of like, yes, I I do a good job at what I do, but I also know that I'm going to get even better. And that's where my business is going to grow. Like you always have to have that growth mindset where you're like just speaking to yourself in a way that's like, no, I'm not a failure. I can do this, you know? And like, just on that, do you have any like practices or rituals or things that you do? Because with mindset, you know, I know it's an ongoing thing. It's not like, you do it once and that's it. It's like you when you know you clean the kitchen once, it's gonna get dirty again. Yes. Same with mindset. <laughs> so <laughs> do you have anything that you practice or do like on a daily basis to really like not just keep yourself accountable, but like put yourself in a better mind frame and yeah. Yeah. Big things for me are positive affirmations. Like I will really be conscious of the voice inside my head. Like if I'm doing something or if I'm about to put an offer out there and I'm like, oh, like if if I post something and only 10 people see it, I'm going to leave the post there. But I wasn't always like that. I would usually have the thought of like, oh, nobody wants to hear what I'm talking about or like I'm not good enough. So I'm just going to delete it and pretend it never happened. (laughs) Now, current Emma (laughs) will leave the post there knowing that somebody's going to look at my feed later on, scroll through it, and they might click on that photo. Even though it didn't perform very well when I posted it, that might be the one that helps them decide to come into my world and to book a shoot with me. So of course, I'm going to leave it there. Very important. But the mindset behind that was to be able to disconnect my self-worth from my social media posts and how well they So when like something that I do every day, like every time I post, I always like consciously speak to myself in my mind and just remind myself that this is not a reflection of my worth and that I am who I am and my business is who it is. Like that is a separate entity from me. Yes, I'm very much entwined in it and I'm represented in the business, but for me, I really need to remind myself every time I post that this is the business. This is not me. I am going to do something for me after like, this isn't it. So like whatever, how many likes I get or comments or shares doesn't have anything to do with who I am as a person or the quality of my work. So big mindset thing is just speaking to yourself to remind yourself of that separation is really important, but yeah, so positive affirmations. And then another thing I do is I journal fairly often Mm -hmm. and I like to just I have a great exercise for when I've got a limiting belief come up and a limiting belief for those who are listening and don't understand what it is. It's where you like have a thought about yourself where you're telling yourself you can't do something or you're not good enough for something and you hold yourself back. So I had a limiting belief, for example, about my studio. My home studio is, it's small, it's a small bedroom, but it's beautiful and very effective. But sometimes I get in my own, my own head about it and go, oh, I need to move house. Like I need to have a bigger mm. studio. I need more. Yeah. I need more. But no, I went through a beautiful process. And for those listening, you can write this down in your notes and your phone or wherever. Is to identify what the limiting belief is, is the first step. And so I wrote down, I think my studio is too small. (laughs) Then I went to, where did this idea come from? And so then I wrote down, like I'd seen other studios that were bigger. This is really shortening it for the listeners. But then the third step is to reframe it. So I then worked out through this process that the core message that I was telling myself was that I wasn't good enough because my studio was small. So the message I was actually getting at was that I didn't feel good enough. 
And so then I was able to work through that and write about all the beautiful things and reframe it, write about all the beautiful things that I've done with this studio and all of the success that I've had with this studio. And the fact that I have my studio has brought my business success. So it is more than enough and I am more than enough. So just being able to identify what it is, work out where that thought came from and then reframing it, that's kind of where that positive affirmation side of things comes in again is just being able to reframe and like empower yourself rather than put yourself down by doing that. I love that. And isn't it so interesting that like you were saying it was your studio, but really it was like within you saying no, I'm not good enough. It always (laughs) Yeah. And just to be able to identify that because I know your studio is amazing. I've shot in there before (laughs) and I see what you produce. So it it always just seems to come back to, yeah, within ourselves. So with your podcast, just quickly before we finish Mm -hmm. up, I want to chat what you've recently launched it. What sort of topics, conversations can people expect over on your podcast? I am I'm loving my podcast. That's another thing that was a limiting belief. Let me tell you, I wanted to start that podcast for like a year and a half. And <laughs> <laughs> I finally did it, but I worked out the limiting belief was that my microphone like had a ringing sound in it. We've spoken about this, but then I just, I took the microphone out of the equation and I just record them on my laptop now. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So it wasn't that like, <laughs> I didn't do the thing now. But yeah, I, on my podcast, I'm talking like, it's very conversational. So far it's just me, but I'm going to have guests in the future. Mm-hmm. Like being one of them, yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm speaking on female empowerment, like all the things that I'm interested in, spirituality, being a woman in business, business sort of stuff that I can guide you on and help you with mindset stuff, self-development. It's all like all of me tied into one space where I just get to talk to you about it. I love it. And yeah, you've got a couple of episodes out now on this. So like you just go so deep so quickly, which I love about you. And I think that's why we've connected um, Uh, and become so close. But I feel you just talk about so many things that when you think of business, you just think of all these tangible things. And like we've spoken about today, there's so much more in terms of mindset and, you know, the self-belief and just knowing who you are and being yourself. And I feel like you do a great job of, yeah, talking about that and making those topics, I guess, you know, putting them out there because I feel as women in business, it's things like we might not realize is really affecting like, yeah, our success and things like that. So I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Where can everybody find you? So I, as we said, I'm mainly on Instagram. So if you're looking for empowerment photography, if you're based in Melbourne and you want personal branding or you want just like a self-love empowerment shoot for yourself, come and find me on Instagram. I am emmafinesse.photography. Um, my business and mindset mentoring is the dot connection dot creatrix on Instagram. And the podcast is the Emma Vanessa show. <laughs> it'll all be in the show notes anyway because (laughs) there are a lot of links there but it's so so good to have you on and I am excited to see what's in store for your coaching business and podcast and yes like you said if you're in Melbourne definitely go uh, have a photo shoot done with Emma yeah thank you thank you so much for joining me today don't forget you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website www.silk-digital.com.au and you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.